0: Well, all righty. Thank you for pulling up once again, folks. I am Nathan Bookman, RIP to Johnny Brand.
1: Oh, man. And I am Cassandra Freeman. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back.
0: Yes, indeed. Thank you for coming back to the show once again. Uh, Did you know that they're making an animated version of Good Times?
1: I did not know that. Um... (laughs) First of all, uh I was so sad to hear about Bookman passing away. But um Yeah. What how do you animate good times?
0: Mm-hmm. That show they're was just do I an mean, animated version I, <laughs> I guess and got new voices.
1: I know it was supposed to be funny, but it was like sad a lot. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, it was literally about being poor.
1: <laughs> right. I don't, I wonder if they're going to tweak it somehow, but you know, this sounds interesting. I doubt it. Okay. <laughs>
0: Steph Curry's okay. producing with Seth McFarlane, which works. Oh,
1: mm. no. Oh, Christ. Okay, my stomach just turned. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay, my hopes are in hell. We'll see what happens. We, we
0: will. I imagine it's still going to be, you know, good You'll times see. just animated. Um, I just hope it still takes place in the 70s. If it doesn't, girl, don't talk to me about it, please.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, don't
0: say anything to me about it. Don't talk to me. I don't want to hear about it. Thank you.
1: Yeah, because my first thought is definitely that they're going to, like, update it. And it's going to be, you know, good times in 2022. Which, (laughs) maybe just, you know, mm, I'm sorry. You said Seth MacFarlane, and now I cannot have any hope in it. But... (laughs) So, Black Excellence this week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yes. We
0: a very interesting and inspiring story of two young men. One named Brandon Harris and one named Sura Sona. Um. And so, these are two young men that grew up as very close friends in Maryland. Um. Unfortunately, they went different directions in life later on post high school and Brandon went on to get a full scholarship to Davidson College. Uh his friend Sura got in some trouble, legal issues, and uh by twenty nineteen had been pulled over by state troopers and taken into uh, custody on several charges, mostly uh, things like burglary and theft. Um, And by 2020 in January, he was sentenced to 15 years in prison on one count of burglary at the age of I think 20.
1: Ooh. Maybe
0: 19. Very young man.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, But between like, you know, from very early on, he, you know, was dealing with issues dealing with his upbringing and just, Mm -hmm. you know, the life he was living. Yeah, And so his friend Brandon heard about, uh, what he was going through via the news and decided to reach out to him through letters and then eventually through the phone. And then after speaking to him, decided to start a research project, which he eventually titled Telling Stories of the Ignored and Forgotten. So what he did was he basically, uh, did like a deep, deep dive, a ton of research, and a ton of writing on, uh, uh, by way of interviewing victims of his friend's crimes, police, prosecutors, his family, him himself, and just went and got a ton of information, um, just about his friend, but also uh, young black students, young black kids. Um, and the sort of pipeline that's promised to them when they come from a certain background, et cetera. Um, and this culminated in a presentation at the end of the semester, which you can actually watch on, uh, YouTube if you look up their names um but basically he even got like the governor of maryland to get permission so that sura could be part of this presentation from the institution that he was locked up in um and did this amazing presentation on you know the effects of growing up from a certain class and you know having things like uh poverty and instability in the home and how that can affect you and stuff like that and Basically, uh, Sura's lawyer was able to petition the court to re-examine his sentence after this, and now he's uh, out of jail. Like after going to and presenting this stuff to the judge, um, the judge agreed, and that you know the mistakes that this kid has made are not indicative of the person that he is or the person that he can be, and right. he was released um, after. I think on the same day of, like, that hearing. Um, and so now he's a free man because of the work that his friend did Oof, in Jesus. writing and working hard. And I thought this was a really awesome story. And I pray that they both uh, excel and have a great and bright future ahead of them. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I hate to think of how many people have similar stories and just weren't able to... Get that kind of help for whatever reason. It's just like, and this is just part of living as a black person in America. Like, you just expect this kind of bullshit to happen to you or somebody you know at some point in your life, if not multiple times throughout your life. This is just, yep, this is just every, and everybody knows it and nobody cares. So, but yeah, shout out to that young man's uh, incredibly diligent friend and just. Glad to hear that he's got out, you know? Glad to hear some good news.
0: Yeah. Any good news will do
1: these days. Thank <laughs> for you. real. For real. Because everything is hell. They got my baby daddy locked up in Russia.
0: We'll get to that. <sighs> uh,
1: it's a lot going on.
0: Um. Well, let's jump into Hot Tops, Texas Butch Queen Massacre, which is the title of my life. When I like to get into, when I step into Houston... Yeah. Um,
1: that's you. It is. That's what you do.
0: Um so first things first, I have some good news for you. Uh Queen Radio is making a return. That's <laughs> right, <swear>, girls. Yay. <laughs> According to Bloomberg news, Queen Radio will be making uh a launch on Amazon's new live audio app called Amp.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So, okay. new thing for you to download if you want to get your think so. Queen Radio I don't, antics.
1: I don't think we're going to Oh, you haven't even heard all about it yet. I've heard Queen Radio. <laughs> Is it Ooh. different? going to be dressed different? Your,
0: I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt
1: it. I thought I you was about to announce so some kind no. of format change. I'm like, mm-hmm. It's going to be
0: on a new app. Okay. It's going to be at a new place for your phone. Okay. So what this tells me is that Nikki was over Apple. Amazon said, mm-hmm. here's a bunch of money. She said, fine. Yep. So, Amp is apparently a new app that allows users to be DJs and select songs from oh, tens of millions of records. Mm-hmm. Uh From libraries over at Sony Music, Warner Music, and Universal Music Groups, Entertainment, as well as additional indie labels. Users will be able to play songs, chat with listeners, and find themselves in the midst of being a DJ extraordinaire. And you can listen to the latest and greatest of Queen Radio, um wow. right there on the app, which I believe is in beta at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I guess you have to be an exclusive barb uh, to get access at the moment. But I, I don't think that Queen Radio currently has anything to do with it. This is probably brand new information. The ink's probably not even dry yet. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But
1: um okay. yeah,
0: if you want to get your screaming by way of Nikki and Some of Papa Bear's banging in the background. (laughs) It's going to have to be over at Amazon because, you know, the queen, Jeff Bezos, is going to come through. It's going to be a movie. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, so (laughs) I, okay, first of all, love that. Secondly, I adore Queen Radio, but not enough to, like, pay for it outside of, like, all I don't the think mini. You have to pay for it. Oh, I thought you were saying this was like a subscription Amazon music.
0: No, thing. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, I could be wrong, but it sounds like it's just an app that you download when they're finished, Okay, you know, testing it. Yeah.
1: But when it gets I, out of beta. Mm, I have like 18 subscriptions, and I'm just not. <laughs> yep. I just don't know that I have another one in me right now. Uh, but if it's free, I'll definitely listen. You know, that's some. Some good hood rat shit. You are really missing out by not tuning in to Queen Radio. I just want you to I know. doubt it. Once she shows up, is, it is so fun. Like, it takes her a while mm, to get to the studio. But once she's there, <laughs>
0: mm, it is a wang dang it.
1: doodle. I'm fine.
0: Oh, it's okay. Oh. I get most of the information that's necessary Um, the next day anyway. That's
1: true. Anything, or hours later. Anything really big is going to end up on TikTok and the blogs and all over Instagram. So
0: Apparently, this app will also have shows... Uh, featuring Little Yachty, Big Boy, Travis Barker, Tina Shea, and uh, more. Mm-hmm. So you're you've got loads and loads of uh, options, not just the Queen radio. Yeah. Um I think he was also at the center of some drama when it comes to features this past week when a rapper by the name of Baby Tate was asked oh, yeah. if she would send her, her latest song to Nicki. I was just discussing verses for a possible remix to her latest single. And someone said, oh, I'll send it to Nicki. And she was like, oh, well, you know, I've sent Nicki DMs that have gone unanswered. I mm. doubt that she would... You know, she would do it or something like that. And then, of course, the eagle-eyed, freak-ass barbs found... Oh, (laughs) God. Some... Tweet that Nikki liked that was like, well, Nikki loves Lauren Hill and Lauren Hill ain't never gave her a feature and then she still loves Lauren Hill, so I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. Essentially, that was it. Which was like, first of all, Lauren Hill can barely get a feature from Lauren Hill, bitch. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> to be very real about it,
0: I'm like, okay, Chris, I know you thought you did something with that, but then that just turned into this whole drama because, of course, it does. Okay, girl, bye, bye. <laughs> That turned into this whole drama because, of course, it does because female rap and 17-year-olds and then, what? you know, this person and that person chiming in and whatnot. And I'm just like, girl, at the end of the day, like, just make a good song. Yeah. Nikki feature or not, it's not that big a deal. Just make a song we want
2: to like and that's it. Because even if she gives you a feature, you You suck. It's not going to feed your family or really get you anything
0: nice. Like you know, like mm. maybe it could get you something nice, a chain or a car or you know, I don't know, whatever you want to do with those streams and uh, the related club appearances. But like, that's not going to change the overall
1: mm.
0: trajectory of your life, really. So
1: true, and you might not like the feature. <laughs> That's always I mean, that's neither here or
0: there. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, it's going to do numbers just because that's how that works. Um, mm, true. But that's exactly my point. Yeah. It could be good. It could be not so good. It could be inspired. It could be, you know, whatever it is that she decided she wants to give you. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're going to get. Um, but what I'm saying is it's not going to be enough to float your boat forever or for even very long yeah no definitely not so all of this hullabaloo about oh feature girl just make a song i don't give a fuck to be honest with you i'm i've had it up to here with with your fucking cookie cutter ass uh remixes i don't need them Mm. make a song i like i don't fucking care who's on it and i super don't care that they're just somebody else that's famous I I would rather hear 15 more songs by some people I've never heard of that are like very clearly worked on very hard or like just fun than like one song featuring Lil Baby because he's rich and famous and we all know who that is. And of course he can rap. I mean, to me, but like, okay.
1: Yeah. Well, mm, I mean, I don't too much keep up with the young people music, but I mean, I agree that I would rather hear people like working on something new and putting something into the craft and like developing the music than just doing something because you know it's going to get the streams and the numbers and whatever else. Um, so... have y'all don't even fucking care or like her that much. <laughs> like, he's just... <laughs> like you I'm, just I'm know like, they're gonna
0: play it in the club. I'm
1: just really not sure why the stand no, never mind. Because they're stands, obviously. I'm like, I just don't know yeah, why I mean, you they are. literally cutting, always. But that is y'all's trouble. job. Yeah, that is I y'all's I don't even know why y'all respond job.
3: either.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I was
1: about to say at this point I don't know why any of the girls publicly respond about Nikki because In any way. It's just like inviting mess for no reason. I would stay away from it entirely. But yeah, she got her own <laughs> shit going on. Um so
2: apparently rumor has it
0: that BT is looking to reboot not looking to is rebooting College Hill and filming has begun.
3: Mm-mm. Now Mm-mm.
2: Where this one left for me is that apparently the newest cast of College Hill (laughs) reportedly (laughs)
0: feature Ray J, NeNe Leakes, Lamar Odom, Slim Thug, (sighs) India Love, Big Freedia,
2: (laughs) and Dream Doll. So... Grown adults who apparently
0: either never went to college or never finished college. And that's supposed to be the, what? the catch. That's the gotcha.
1: So are they going to school while they're college filming?
0: reboot. <laughs> they're going to an actual HBCU again, <laughs> according to what I've read here.
1: Oh, wow.
0: On the Jasmine brand. Okay. And I'm watching footage of these exact niggas walking around on somebody's fucking campus. Oh my God. Imagine walking out of financial aid. Nope. (laughs) Your upper lip just drenched in sweat behind your mask. Poor as can be. (laughs) You know, and just hobbling. Yeah. Hobbling to your next class. Knowing your professor is about to be a fucking asshole, mm-hmm. and how are you even getting through this through during the vid? And then here comes Ray J, Nene, and Lem- and Lamar <laughs> Odom's rich asses talking about some. Hey, girls, what's college giving?
1: Like, bitch, if I had your money, I would not fucking be here. I'm here to what make the fuck some money. <laughs> Why are y'all here? That's very true. Like, that's valid. And at the same time, I'm so glad that these are, these niggas are actually going to school because that does make it a lot more interesting. Like, a lot. Are we going to see their that's grades? It. Are they all taking the same classes? I doubt it. I need to know. My interest in this is going to depend on how much of it is about school.
0: These are celebrities.
1: Right. Which, well, I feel like they all going to be in a big house somewhere.
0: My, very egotistical. Yeah. Celebrities at yeah. that. Yeah. Many of them. I highly doubt that they are going to show you much more than what they want you to see, whether <sighs> they are producing or not. First of all, I'm sure Ray J is is an E P on this fucking show. <laughs> period oh well but do i believe you will see them in some classrooms or whatever hokey dokey ass viacom bullshit they about to have them do certainly okay and i hope that at the very least they gonna make some donation to this motherfucking school or something like that bring them some goddamn ipads or some some, the apple watches i don't know something for the but i mean i'm sure they'll do it Mm -hmm. let me not say i'm sure i'd like to think that they will (laughs) because i don't know what i believe that
1: i believe that they would
0: I just don't understand why a, a return to College Hill would be a celebrity one first.
1: I mean, I think it's the easiest way to get people to watch. If you bring back College Hill and you really pick random college kids, unless you go, well, first you have to find a school that will let you film there. A lot won't. Shouldn't be hard. <laughs> I mean, but a lot won't. So you end up with like some midsize state school. Where, you know, it's not going to be a bunch of influences or somebody that goes there. So I think the cast is meant to bring in the audience. And then they were like, and we'll just throw College Hill on it. So it's like, here is, you know, Big Brother, except they all go to school during the day. And I feel like that's basically how they work this out.
0: You know that this took place over 11 days. (laughs)
1: A bunch of, I feel like a bunch of white people were involved in the in the making of this decision, Certainly. and you know, no shade time. if not, but it feels white ish, and uh, it it might work actually, because what a cast!
0: I mean, people are absolutely going to watch this because it's a reality star ensemble of niggas going to college for literally no reason besides your entertainment, right. so. Have fun, you know, I got better shit to do, Mm -hmm. but, um, it sounds like someone will, uh, check this out. And if you're around, Hey, let us know what you think. Um,
1: I mean, it's me, honestly. I It's me. I'll, and I'll tell oh, you. I will tell you because you read off that cast and I did not know what to really expect. But I, I'm so sorry. I'm intrigued, especially if, like, they have a pop quiz or something and we get to see, like, who answered what. I will scream.
0: They're going to walk around. The school <laughs> soak up the fact that these fucking, you know, 18 and 19 year olds are excited that celebrities are on campus and that you know feels mm. you know they're bloodless. Yeah. And then <laughs> um and then they'll talk about all of the ways that they didn't finish school and they'll cry about whatever their personal grievances are. And then yeah. two days later they'll be like, Oh my god, I'm so fulfilled. I'm looking at the world. On in a completely new <laughs> light. I'm walking on sunshine. I hate you, but I'm <laughs> walking on sunshine. Just give I'm us like, the show. Right. Just give and us. And they literally show. go back to doing the same shit on the shade room that they were doing a week later. Yeah,
1: damn. I mean, but it's TV, it's not real. <laughs> it's, I mean, I will, you're right. I, st- I will still watch it just yeah. in, in the hopes that <laughs> they give me just a little bit of something, just a lot of something. But- here's the thing
0: if you're listening to this, Odds are, whether you watch it or not, you know what it is. Well. So if you're watching it, you're watching it because you want to have a good time. Yeah. Not because you, you know, believe lies.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what we say about Tyler Perry movies. You know what you're doing. Well. You know what you're doing. You're just there to be entertained briefly, but you know what's happening here.
2: Oh, I remember the quote now.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Joe said, in the sun, in the morning, (laughs) the sun will rise.
2: And if it don't, you have
1: died. I went back and found it because I wanted to know so bad what you was talking about, and that was funny.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I also went back to find (laughs) it. Bitch, that
0: was funny. So Tyler, I will get bitched. That shit literally made me laugh so hard because what?
1: like thank you when it comes time for me to have that thought I will not be capable of having that thought <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was so stupid <laughs> speaking of reboots apparently 20th century is making a reboot of the classic 1992 film white men can't jump and it will be starring none other than um, rap's new white uh, Corey Matthews Jack Harlow <laughs> <laughs> They love him no, so much, and he is a boy that's meeting world, <laughs> black world that is. <laughs> no,
1: why this is entirely too accurate? Oh my god! No, he is. I love some general, <laughs> and we so, had, I, we used to really love some Corey Matthews. He just seemed cool. He seemed like
0: yeah, well, he, he
1: liked black girls. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's I guess just, he's an actor. He
1: had he. that vibe. But right. anyway, anyway, god, in that's any exactly way. how y'all feel about Jack Harlow. I've seen the tweets and y'all be saying some disgusting things about that white boy. Y'all be wanting him.
0: He just seems like a nice kid and I really don't want to know more about him. He does. <laughs> like just in right. case he ain't.
1: Don't tag me in a video of him saying nigga that I'm sure Please is out don't. There. I just, just don't. Leave me alone. <laughs> just
0: I don't. Just leave me, please. Let me have whatever it is. So, apparently
1: Wow, okay.
0: I'm invested as well because White Man Can't Jump was one of the films that I snuck and watched when I wasn't supposed to as a child. And I loved it. Um and still do. So um I'm hoping that they're gonna do it justice. In case you don't know, yeah. uh or haven't seen it. It's a film from the nineties about white men and their inability to play basketball or jump very high. Uh even though that's not true. And um Woody Harrelson famously played the lead uh mm-hmm. the role. And so Jack Harlow's going to be playing that character, Billy, that Woody Harrelson made famous. No word yet on who will be reprising this, just Wesley Wesley Snipes ask. role. <laughs> God, I hope it's not another rapper. Like give us an actor actor, like a nice young black actor actor. Mm. Um, and as far as who plays Rosie Perez, you know, anybody but like Camilla Kablooey or um what's the other one I don't like that that get on my nerves and I always say something fucking stupid?
1: Uh ooh. Lauren I was, Hill. I was about to say uh Kim Kardashian, but it's I thought Gina, Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez ever,
0: Gina Rodriguez. Gina Rodriguez. Thank you. Not Michelle. Boo. Boo. <laughs> No, Leslie Grace. me. I'll take like a Sierra Capri. Give me like a nice brown Latina, maybe. Or Mm -hmm. like, you know, give me something nice and and fresh.
1: I'll even take Cardi B. I think she could kill it. You
0: know what? I would even take (laughs) Cardi
3: B. I
1: think Cardi B could absolutely do that. But yeah, this, uh, I mean, I just read up on it real quick. And apparently, like, he really killed it at the audition. And he was part of the All-Star game. And yeah, I, he loves basketball. Okay, he does, so, I mean, like, it might actually be good, but like when you say remake, White Men Can't Jump, I'm automatically like, ooh, why? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: ooh, why? But you know something? That's one of those films that I feel like, if done well, can be a worthwhile Mm -hmm. reboot for this generation. Yeah. Like I don't think I would get that much out of it, but just the subject matter itself. Yeah. I think younger people might not go back to watch the original, but they might like Oh, a white man can't jump of today again. If they do this well, now I see Kenya Barris, I believe, is producing and writing. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, the director of the Old Town Road video, Calmatic. I'm not familiar with him, but he's directing apparently. Um, and Kenny Barris and Doug Hall are writing the script. So
1: interesting.
0: I think black is just funny. I think Kenny Barris' work is funny a lot of the time. We'll see. What happens, you know? But yes. <laughs> I, Like, I, again, this film, uh, just because it's a basketball movie, Jack Harlow's in it. Hopefully, they get some and other he's good. He's very names. adjacent. <laughs> he's nigga adjacent enough. Like, niggas are comfortable with him yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. He actually plays basketball. Black girls like him. It's, Black girls like him want to sleep with him. It is. <laughs> it seems like a solid choice. It
1: is. I can't be mad at, at the at the casting here but yeah we'll see i'm especially interested to hear who's playing the wesley role
0: yeah i want to hear i'll wait on that yeah i'll wait on that god i just hope it's not another rapper please Please. unless they're like really good
1: please don't do like ti though or something Mm -hmm. like
0: no that wouldn't even make sense i I know it has to be someone younger
1: Oh, duh! Because Jack
0: Harlow's how old? I was thinking it has to be he somebody be taller, like but it's definitely
1: got to be somebody younger.
0: <laughs> exactly,
1: Jack Harlow's twenty three. Oh, maybe Jabari Banks, who plays the new Will Smith. Maybe, but I also we would, could have
0: someone a little bit. I would darker. also like to see somebody
1: dark. I was just about to say, but that's you know, I know that that young. But that's man, you just, just play because basketball.
0: Wesley Snipes. Is so, like when I think of white man can jump, I think of the the just absolute smokiness of wesley snipes so yeah. maybe that's why i want like a nice deep black but honestly i'm fine
1: yeah
0: like give me somebody that can can really act and make the film good it's like because i still Please. like that original movie so yeah. like let's make a really good movie let's not just do a reboot for reboot's sake because god do we have plenty
1: yeah i haven't seen it in a while i might Add that to my list of things to watch one day when I actually don't have nothing to do.
0: White man can't yeah, jump. Yeah,
1: because I remember enjoying it when I was finally able to like sneak away and watch it. <laughs>
0: yeah, so it was on like, a band
1: trip or something. Them niggas stayed getting me into trouble.
0: <laughs> White man can't jump. What else? A uh, dead presidents. Oh yes, soul food. Oh, These like classic. all of the like
1: tapes
0: that my daddy bought that I wasn't supposed to watch. That. Mm-hmm. You wasn't supposed to watch. Hell no, I wasn't allowed to watch these films. Oh wow, they were rated R. Or oh whatever. god, that I keep forgetting good. you're like
1: five years younger than me because we mm-hmm. we were not Set only it off. <laughs> we had the Soul Food tape, and my baby brother had just been born, and so he was like maybe two, and we used to just put the tape in the VCR and play Soul Food for him because he fucking loved it, and then we would just come back in and replay it like all day long instead of actually watching him. Even you know, with
0: Faith Fucked the Family?
1: All of that. Until, you know, wow. he started... We did that with that with movie. We did it with Men in Black. And then when Adam started... Well, men in Black is harmless. No, it's not. It's a, no. it's a few times when Will Smith says, like, damn or something. <laughs> Adam used to have entire... That's a bit different than Faith being pressed <laughs> up against the wall outside <laughs> and having... But he couldn't um... repeat that to other people and embarrass us. Meanwhile, he could do a Men in Black... <laughs> Fucking speech. That nigga could get up there like a thespian and do a whole monologue from men in black. It was like, damn, y'all not doing nothing with that baby.
0: See, my parents knew that I absolutely would have been at that age saying,
1: They fucked my (laughs) husband.
0: They knew, and that's why I wasn't allowed. Uh, but yeah. I watched them anyway. This is why
1: you don't let your teenagers babysit your child all day you in the summer. You really should not. You should not, because we're going to do the least. But anyway, anyway, what was we talking about?
0: Uh, the white man can't jump. Oh, too.
1: right. Yeah, good luck with that, with the casting.
0: White that. man still can't jump.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, rumor
0: has it that Quavo... Has found a new boo, and by a new boo, I mean an old boo, because Carucci, mm. uh and Quavo were spotted out leaving a very low-key, very subtle, very leathery <laughs> uh, dinner date in West Hollywood this past week. Okay. The dollies were found leaving a restaurant, an Italian restaurant <laughs> <It's> called <laughs> The Night Guy. And they apparently were having a smoking hot date. Carusha looks sickening. She, she looks does. like um Trinity from The Matrix.
1: Oh, I don't I don't know that reference, but she does look good.
0: Well, uh, the, the Matrix. Leather, long. Yeah, leather a whole shirt, leather outfit. All black. Yeah, yeah. She looks like a crime fighter, and I'm into it. Oh, I just
1: not realized how high up her boots go. I was confused by the mm. shoes, but.
0: I was going to ask you uh, to guess what what kind of jacket Quavo got on. But if you're looking, then you can see.
1: Oh, goddamn. Well, unfortunately, I scrolled down and I did see it. Yeah, well.
0: <laughs>
1: Why is it? I mean,
0: even if you weren't looking, you could probably guess. I mean. he was at home.
1: And I bet this jacket was like fifteen thousand dollars or something. Fifteen thousand
3: <laughs> dollars.
1: A it is a denim jacket,
0: jacket. with
1: leather sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I bet the I bet the young people said this was a fucking look.
0: <laughs> this is from the Love and Hip Hop two thousand and ten collection.
1: Yeah. Well, okay or two
0: thousand and thirteen maybe. Well, here's the thing. I'm always concerned for the girls when they start dating niggas that went to Beta Phi Future or that are a part oh, of yeah. it. Oh yeah. Um Excellent a part way. of Le House Nevedius. And so, you know, I feel like after forcing out tears in the bosom of Eyan LeVanzan, mm-hmm. I don't wanna I don't wanna see yeah. uh Karushi get hurt again. Mm-hmm. So
1: I don't want that for her either. Um, but I understand at the same time. Sometimes mm-hmm. niggas you used to fuck with several years ago may seem like they've grown or changed or whatever, or maybe you're both in a different place and spinning the block seems like a good idea.
0: Sometimes it does, you know? Yeah. The girls are just getting ready to to go out and start meeting people again. So it's like, you know what, maybe Some of the children getting the dick they can or getting the dick they could while they can.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I'm not, I'm really not mad at that either. (laughs) You know what? You
0: know better than I do. I I don't know y'all.
1: I fully get that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I just don't know about this nigga Quavo. So, cause the last thing I heard about him, well, I mean, I guess so. Mm -hmm. But the last thing I heard about him and women was that breakup with, uh, Sweetie. Sweetie, yes, which was mm-hmm. quite messy. And that video of him did not look great. So I just don't. Yeah, I'm I'm real iffy on that nigga. So, you know, maybe they are just friends and maybe y'all made a lot out of this. And hopefully there's nothing there. But if so, I just hope she's I hope she's good.
0: You better get that dick and go, girl. And don't call
1: that nigga. Like, I just I'm praying you just use that nigga for what you need and then go back home. But. You know, live your life. That's what that I am saying.
0: You know, I love a paparazzi photograph in a sickening out- outfit with keys in hand.
1: There's yeah. just something
0: like there's just something so boss-like about it. <laughs> just like administrative and okay. I don't know why it's giving like oh, get out of my way. I have a place to be.
2: Yeah,
1: excuse me. I'm looking at the pictures and I see the, it's like a vibe. Yeah.
2: It's yeah. like, there's,
1: it's like the outfit. You First of all, the the outfit has to be good. No, it has
0: to. And be. her outfit is cute. Okay. And she's got her mask on, which is like, Ellie is fully maskless at the moment as well. So it means mama's like, girl, I'm not playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, she knew she was going to be photographed and she was like, it's, uh, it's about to be a whole look. All of it is fit to be a look. I mean,
0: it matches. It does match. But then, once the keys are in the hands, mama, yeah, hello. Yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah. Where are we going? We have things to do. We have car. It is. We're out. Where's the valet? I have to go. <laughs> um, she's so cute. Yeah, she's adorable. Uh, What else do we have here? Keisha Cole is on the latest episode of TV One's Uncensored, talking all about her life and career. And a clip that's made the rounds uh, recently is Keisha talking about learning uh, that you can't beat everybody's ass, um, especially when you're famous. So true. And that she apparently lost a friendship with Eve over this. Um, She told a story about how she was out with Eve, uh, they've had a song together. They were very good friends. And she said someone apparently tried to reach out and grab Eve's bag or something, and she turned around and slapped the girl.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And Eve was apparently very pissed off about it, and they stopped hanging out uh, as a result. And so this has um, split the community, mostly in uh, Keisha's favor, because I read this on The Shade Room.
1: Oh, God. How so... I bet it is.
0: <laughs> most of the girls were like, oh my God, but Keisha's a real one. I need me a friend like that. Yeah, you I do. Eve, <laughs> all this other shit. And I'm just like, now, we're just hearing about this story, most of us. Right. We see where Eve is at. Eve just had that white billionaire man's baby. <laughs> she has not been paying on no mind. And Eve has probably been certain for a while that she is not trying to be you know what I'm saying, Uh, just a Philly street fighter for the rest of her motherfucking natural black days. Yeah, She was like, I've had a taste of champagne and caviar and I want all of it. Okay, I'm no longer a pit bull in a skirt. I'm a Pomeranian in a sarong and I will have you respect it. Thank you very (laughs) much. Now you wanted to be slapping bitches. You go out and you hang with with cat stats.
1: Yes, <laughs> right, I, exactly. I'm going to nova exactly
0: with the white people. I'm going places Thanks. where
1: we don't just slap girls. So I I get why niggas was like, "What? I need that kind of friend because yeah, ain't no legal ramifications for your extra regular ass like." If somebody try to snatch yo bag while all of y'all is at Cheesecake Factory and your friends you smack the fight. shit out of her, right? Like, yes. First of all, yes, because you can be reasonably sure that this person is actually stealing. <laughs> but also. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like that, it there's it's that question. Like, is this an assistant? Is this some handler? Is it her job to it's remove and store the bags? Assistant. I mean, I don't know. He's probably not.
0: A fan. It, being maybe. Extra probably
1: so. Doing the most. But even still, but you're still right. <laughs> the threat of being sued, and given there that is. The security is present, this person is not going to make it away with my things. So I need you to have a less reactive <laughs> personality.
0: You, mind. Eve is also in Rough Riders. Yeah. So coming up around Get niggas who was shit, probably slapping so somebody right. every single time. <laughs> yeah. Her hand touched a doorknob. Somebody was getting smacked around her and seeing the ramifications for it. So she was like, girl, I'm tired. Like, I'm yeah. fresh out of Philly. I've been a rapper. I'm like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And like you're saying... When you are famous, recognizable, or whatever, slapping somebody isn't just slapping any- somebody anymore. Right. It comes with a whole bunch of other tiring-ass shit and legal fees and stuff that's not fun, even mm-hmm. if you didn't slap the person. Right. So, I get it. Yeah. Even though I also, if you reach for my motherfucking brand new bag, whatever, and if you going I'm to have an issue. smack you... Absolutely. Now, what I'm probably going to do is, <laughs> on, in, in the lift, I'm gonna be like, Now, bitch, you know we can't be smacking people out here like that. (laughs) a (laughs) a <laughs> weekend <can>, we <laughs> you know what I mean I'm gonna talk to you nice on the lift till we get to our ETA whatever our shit is or whatever but we're absolutely still going to brunch are you fucking kidding me now if you smack somebody <laughs> at every outing that we go to now it's a then problem. yes I'm probably gonna distance myself to you cause I can't keep repeating myself but if somebody reach out and grab my tail for our bitch you better
1: put your hands on them if I don't I mean I no mean, I'm, I'm like... not I'm, that's not true I don't believe
0: that <laughs> cause I'm Christian
1: my first I I really feel like my first reaction would be if somebody was grabbing in my bag would be to grab my bag my first instinct is not to smack the shit out of you but it's if to I was walking to grab with you my bag.
0: and someone grabbed your bag with you, my natural reaction would be to reach out and touch
1: them. I mean, yeah, if I'm with a friend, then I, okay, so I see what you're saying. Because <laughs> I guess I was looking at it from Eve's standpoint, but I should have been looking at it from the hood reference standpoint. No, I mean, either way, it's fine. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, like, I get it. I get it. So you know, maybe this wasn't the first time Keisha reacted aggressively in a situation, or maybe it was, <laughs> and that? Eve was just like, you know what, I'm cutting this off right here, and right now, because I can't risk it. It's billionaire white dick waiting on me, and I just have to stay the mm. course. So you know, I don't really know which way that went, but I did not realize she did and uncensored, and I really want to watch this now.
0: <laughs> it seems like it's brand brand new, like it okay. just came on or mm. something, or maybe this is yes. a preview. So I want to sure see that catch it on demand or something. Um, But I just found this entire story be crazy funny because I'm just thinking, I was also like, did you just slap her Was it like one slap or did you beat her or did you,
1: Right. Did you slap her once and then got up and did it three more times? It's questions that because need answers.
0: You're giving like, it was like a RuPaul slap. Like you just wound back and smacked her and she hit the ground and then clutched her cheek like, oh, but not. And then it was like, <laughs> Over and then y'all went home. Right. Like, was it that, or did you two-piece this girl yeah. and then like drag her to the fucking gutter and then leave?
1: Maybe we have to wait <laughs> for the whole episode to come out.
0: But for some reason, I don't believe that Keisha just smacked her one time.
1: I mean, I think for good reason you don't believe that Keisha just smacked her yeah. one time. I think you have a lot of evidence to back up why believing that would be a smart move. Mm. So you know, maybe we'll get the whole story and find out exactly what happened. That's too bad, though. Hopefully, you know, now that the bag is secured, they can mend and, you know, patch things up.
0: Well, a lot going on over in Russia, including the detainment of one Brittany Griner. Oh, God. What a journey we've been on with this woman in this podcast.
1: Yeah. What a... <sighs> What a time it's been.
0: So, apparently, Brittany Griner was detained in Russia over alleged drug charges. So, authorities apparently found uh, vape cartridges in her luggage. Mind you, this lady plays basketball for Russia
2: Mm -hmm. which.
0: So, she's a big star there, as well as here and all over the world. And they found some vape cartridges, allegedly, in her luggage. And she's been uh, detained on drug charges and accused of smuggling narcotics into the country. Which is apparently... Punishable by up to ten years in prison. Apparently, she also hasn't. Um, authorities haven't given like clarity on her whereabouts,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or hadn't at least by the time of this uh, article I'm reading on CNN. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, that's been changed by now, but I doubt it. As obviously, Russia and the rest of the world. <laughs> not chatty right now uh the us especially so what um not really sure what's going on but the congressional black caucus said that they met with president joe biden on monday and they're working hard to get her free um there was a very downtrodden photograph of her released from a police station allegedly a couple days ago. Uh, so we know at least at the time of that photo, she is alive and well. I mean... Or alive.
1: Right. Thank God we at least know she's alive because it's been like no details at all. Um, um,
3: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. I don't really know um I found a post from her ex-wife
1: who... Oh, God. I was hoping you didn't see that. Oh, I did. I did. (laughs) I was praying you didn't see that. This is the worst of of what we do.
0: (laughs) So... Oh, God. Her ex posted a photo of her and Brittany. Was this at their wedding? Yep. From their wedding, again, her ex-wife, they are Ooh. not married. And this is the same woman who she had babies with and then made her have take care of the babies, even though she was like, I don't want to be gay no more or something. No,
1: was, Am I right? It was it was basically that.
0: Okay. And so the caption says, So I've really struggled this past week trying to find the words to express how I feel about this coming out without breaking emotionally or overstepping. Too late. <laughs> But honestly, I don't want to keep answering calls and texts about another individual situation. So I'll say this one most insensitive and ignorant people will look at this and run to me maliciously judging Britney for her actions, waiting for me to add insult to injury. Yeah, I'm not the one peace sign emoji. I don't think most people care Two, our divorce actually brought us closer than I could have ever imagined. Over the past several years, we still call each other to share our feelings, secrets, donor. Number three. Y'all, I'm a loyal motherfucker, okay? My loyalty will always side with my friends' family, exes, and lovers, despite who I heard and how. All right. And then it says, This is a life, like a human being. God puts us in these situations because he already knows the end result. This woman is more misunderstood than understood on any given day by anyone. For any reasons, oh, girl. All right. That, Brittany's beautiful soul. Sometimes we live and learn. All right. Respectfully love all of her or don't. B is my best friend, so unless you're calling me to help and or lift her up, another peace sign emoji asterisk, which is funny to me because there's no other this. It's the only asterisk here. So anyway, it's understand like a show, it's not like referencing
1: yeah, something else. Mm-mm.
0: Which I mean, you know, it does it's fine. That's It's yes, no, a It's fine. It works. Understand. We already locked in a sale together, and we walked out together. No, we were already locked in a cell together and we walked out together. I don't need to be married to someone to be there for them. Please flood her family with love and prayers. Love you, B. Now, her actual wife also mm-hmm. posted something much shorter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was I was praying you did not see this girl. See, like what the crazy. fuck is... <laughs>
0: Sherelle Griner said, Thank you to everyone who has reached out to me regarding my wife's safe return from Russia. Your prayers and support are greatly appreciated. I love my wife wholeheartedly, so this message comes during one of the weakest moments of my life. I understand that many of you have grown to love BG over the years and have concerns and want details. Please honor our privacy as we continue to work on getting my wife home safely. Thank you. You know... Now, (laughs) other wife, what do you have to say since everybody's chiming in (laughs) on this lesbian?
1: I mean, well, first of all, the urge to not look nothing like Glory Johnson right now is keeping me from, you know, standing in the way I probably would have normally done. Because if that's what I look like, then I need to stop. I need to never, ever look so... I don't even know the word for it. Like, it's... She gave you a prologue, she, epilogue. What is table all of, of contents? this? And like, the last thing we have heard from you and Brittany years ago when y'all divorced and the babies was born and all this was animosity, negativity, y'all pressing charges on each other, getting into domestic violence situations. Like, it was none of, it was none of, we haven't seen no public reconciliation and honestly didn't need to you need to as the ex-wife like i get that probably people you know are blowing up your phone but this didn't need to be published to the internet for the whole fucking world to see especially not with a photo of you nibbling on this married woman's chin there's that weirdo and calling her your best friend talking about y'all call each other to share secrets and life goals and shit girl Either you trying to be messy or you are why the most it, obtuse nigga on the face of the earth. Why do it be on the fence stems that always come in with chaos? You know. You tell me because I need to know. I don't. I really don't get it. I really don't. Like, you could have completely kept this. If I feel like she was getting a bunch of text messages and shit DMs. <laughs> it got nothing to do with us. I know. But, like, from people who don't even really know her or fuck with her like that. I feel like her actual friends and family... <laughs> Wouldn't be pressing her about it, or she would have typed all this up and just sent it to them. I feel like niggas are being messy, but at the same time, like, you have to know how to handle that in a way that makes sense. And like you said, like, choice of photos, even though the caption was hashtag creepy, Still bad. Hashtag creepy. It would have been a lot less weird if it had just been, like, a picture of Britney or... Something neutral. Not y'all in this very intimate Jesus on position the on the day y'all got married. Girl.
0: <laughs> Girl, like, I, move around. I feel like
1: Sherelle owe you an ass beating. I feel like she, to, to be fair, she owe a like, lot of people one. A lot of y'all us uh, are disrespectful, but that is crossing the line. God Girl, what damn. are you doing? Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't. Like... I thought Brittany Griner was fine for a very, very, very long time, but there are simply lines I don't cross with Mary Dykes, and this is one of them. I just don't get—and as her former wife, I don't know how you doubly don't get that. <laughs> of all the pictures you could have posted, of all the things you could have wrote in that caption, we still call each other and tell secrets? Why? Bitch! Bitch! <laughs> I don't believe in fighting over niggas, but I understand why a wife would slap you over that shit. I Bitch, what are you... <sighs> Ooh, okay. Out your gord. But I have been so... I mean, honestly, I haven't even said much about it because every time I talk about her, people just think I'm being horny. But like, I have been legitimately concerned for Brittany Griner. It's like the worst time... I'm concerned for to her. ...to be detained in Russia. And I don't even know that I trust this story. I honestly think... She was set up in some way. Um, But, of course, there's a chance that she actually did bring these vape cartridges and just didn't think that it would matter and it ended up mattering. But either way, I don't want her in Russian jail. I want her free and at home with her wife where I'm sure she wants to be recovering from this, which cannot be good for her mental health at all. Like, I'm just really worried. Yeah. So I'm worried about it. sending up a lot of prayers because there is not much else I can do, but. Hoping you make it home soon, BG. Damn. And
3: safe. Yeah,
1: right. As safe as possible. And the rest of y'all, stop being weird on Instagram. God damn. I've seen it, first of all. You can stop tagging me. <laughs> I've seen it. But if you're on that Glory Never Johnson really. shit, please don't. Please don't keep that. What? It's just the hell? I don't even get it. I don't. But <laughs> go with God.
0: Like, your group chat don't be the World Wide Web. It don't. It's not. Like, it's not giving that. And it's should Like, shouldn't your Facebook there. is not, like, the, the grand, mm-hmm. you know, the unimind.
1: Especially your we private don't... Facebook with only, like, the people you know in real life on it. Your public-facing, verified Instagram account.
0: Well, everybody's been hitting me up. So, you ain't got a to
2: Because we're not everybody.
1: <laughs> like... And it was just so inappropriate in so many different ways. I don't know how you didn't think this through. Damn, man. Woo.
0: That's your people.
1: Now, I mean... I know
0: we got our problems.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, shall we turn the mirror the other no, way? Because <laughs> we can take a look at the gays if you want to. No. But yeah, the dykes and the films are... They're, we're struggling, you know. The hashtag WLW, it's... It's not looking great over here. (laughs) Well, you know what? We have that. But then we also have Niecy and Jessica on the cover of Essence. So. Hey, look at that. Right. We'll take our wins as well.
0: Yin and yang.
1: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yin and fucking yang.
0: That's it for the hot tops this week. We're going to take a break and come back and read your letters. Okay, folks, we're back. It's time to read your letters.
1: Yes. Send your letters to asktheread at gmail.com and we may read them aloud on the show. Um, We did have an update. Do you remember the young man who wrote us about his boyfriend who was getting super drunk all the time and he didn't know if he could handle it and whether the alcohol. So he wrote in to say that they broke up. The boyfriend um, ventured into cocaine and the cocaine is where he drew the line. And so uh, that is that. So, yeah, sorry to hear that, but. Glad that you stuck to, you know, your boundaries on that situation and wishing you a lot of luck moving forward.
0: That was fast. Well. Yeah. All
1: Yeah. Sometimes it goes like that. So let's move on to the letters. Our first one this week comes from Drea, who says, I've just recently come to terms with the fact that I have to let go of someone and it's killing me. I feel overwhelming sadness and grief. He wasn't mine. He just wasn't my. Mi- oh, I'm sorry. He wasn't bad. He just wasn't mine to have.
0: I was about to say. well you won yours and it sounds like you did the right thing
1: he has a girlfriend that he's been with the whole time that I've known him
0: well okay which is
1: about 15 years we used to be intimate but stopped about 8 years ago there were a string of events that led up to that but that's another story we've been best friends ever since but I'm in love with him he knows how I feel and he says he loves me tells me how special and wonderful I am and that he can't imagine life without me For a long time, I thought those words meant that he felt the same way I did. But now I realize that maybe he just means that as a friend and I need to let go of him and move on. The problem is that I can't be his friend right now. And that's the part that really hurts. Seeing and talking to him hurts so much that I told him I need space. And he says he understands, but he calls every few days to check on me. Sometimes I answer and hearing his voice gives me a reprieve. And the times I don't answer, I feel like I'm wrong and I fall apart. I know these things take time, but having so many feelings at once is new to me and I'm not handling it well. I'm not an emotional person by nature and I hardly ever cry, but that's all I've been doing lately and I'm tired. Any advice is welcome. I just need somebody who doesn't know me or him to vent to. Thanks for listening, Drea. Child. Bless you, Drea. you sound
2: very young.
1: Yeah, you sound like me, honestly, about 15 years ago I mean what
2: are you supposed to do if you know
0: you know that being around this person or being in communication with this person is hurtful to you You say that they say that they understood that or whatever. What they're calling you every few days when when you say you need space—that has to stop.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: but I think you have to just like really stick to your guns, you know, and like really be separated from that person. Give yourself that time to. Uh, see things for what they are see things on the other side get a full perspective of everything and then just get used to not being around them and feeling so uh uh i don't know feeling dependent on their friendship or connection or love or validation or whatever it is that you feel like you might be getting from them that you don't need it
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, And so, yeah, I think you just got to really go vegan, do the full 22 days, no cheat days, no cheat meals, no everything. Like, you really got to get it in your system until it just becomes a natural thing. And then you're like, oh, yeah, no, this is fine. This is nothing. Yeah, If you're keeping the wound wide open and then picking the phone up every five days to hear these sweet nothings and Feel reprieve of like you're never gonna heal.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you you have to treat this like a breakup, even though it's not um, right. But in your heart, it is (laughs) because you're letting go of the idea that you and this man are gonna have a romantic relationship. And so, I really I agree with Kid Fury. Going no contact is definitely the best way here. Like, you have to tell him that you know you don't need him to check on you anymore. He needs to completely cut contact with you because you have no way of moving on for, from your feelings for him otherwise. And if he doesn't listen to that and still wants to kind of keep you in this in-between stringing along place, then you need to block him and literally not talk to him no more. Like if if this man is making it clear that like a relationship is not what he wants with you and you say that you're in love with him, then you have to do things to take care of you so that you can find somebody that you want and who wants you back because you deserve that. You don't deserve to have to be chasing behind somebody who doesn't want you like you. You deserve so much better than that. So, yeah, I say uh, do whatever you have to do to go no contact with this man. That includes like not checking his social media profiles and think of it kind of like if you said, think of it as like picking a scab constantly. You're just going to have a wound. That lasts way longer than it would have had you just let it heal on its own. It's going right. to suck. But, like, it sucks. It gets itchy or it hurts or whatever else. Like, sometimes you just want to pick a scab, I guess. I get it. But, like, you really have to. There's no way to get through being heartbroken that feels good. Like, a thing you have to accept is that this hurts. Yep. And and that can be a hard thing to deal with on top of everything else going on in the world. So, I'm sending you a lot of empathy because this is a really hard situation to be in. But if you want to move past it and get to a point where even if you're not happy with somebody else, where you just not crying every day behind this nigga. No contact is the is the most efficient way to do that. So, yeah, I feel you. It's hard, but best of luck, Andrea. The
0: thing Um, is, it gets easier. As time goes. It on. does.
1: But you have to let it get to the point of getting easier. If you break down every time you have a weak moment, you're just gonna keep having them weak moments. Yeah. But they come, you know, less frequently the longer you learn to to live without him and heal your heart. So um, good luck, boo. Our next letter comes from Pauline who says, I'm a twenty-nine-year-old single woman living in New York City, one of my best male friends since middle school and I have been hooking up off and on for the last ten years. He lives in the state we grew up in, back in the Midwest. And about a year ago, we reignited the friends with benefits situation and started sexting somewhat regularly. He asked that we keep it a secret because he was starting to date a new girl and thought it might work out with her. To my surprise, they decided to make their relationship exclusive and started officially dating in the fall. But our to sexting your yes, because our sexting has continued. Mm. We also talk regularly regularly about normal things like good friends do. And lately, it seems like he's becoming more invested in our romantic relationship. His girlfriend and all of our good friends are unaware of the situation. And I feel bad for her because he clearly doesn't like her enough to be faithful to her. He also claims that he's only talking to me, which I am pretty sure is true, but doesn't matter to me either way. I really want to tell one or some of our mutual friends what's going on. I'm having fun, so I don't feel like stopping the situation. I just feel bad for the girlfriend because I've met her and she seems nice, but very boring and basic. Do y'all think <coughs> I should tell my friends what's going on? Please help. Thanks, Pauline. I'm oh, sorry, wait. What the fuck are your friends supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> tell your friends for what? That's an excellent question.
0: As <laughs> supposed to just, I don't know, stopping? Or... Like I don't Whatever the fuck
1: Right Whichever one you want to do Why not just do that Because it's not like Your friends can change That So that's my first question But also Pauline I feel like And I may be reading Something into this That isn't there But I feel like You're a lot more Pressed over this girl Than it's coming across Or that you wanted To come across as Yeah Yeah (laughs) I think because you're like, "Mm." I mean, I feel bad for her because she's nice, but she's boring or basic. She's also
0: basic and boring and she ain't got no issues. My friend is way more interesting.
1: Oh, my God. And I'm so I was so surprised when they decided to make it exclusive. But like he decided to make it exclusive. He chose her. He's in a relationship (laughs) with her. He's fucking with you on the side. You're the convenient thing to play around with while his girlfriend is right there so like I
0: mean
1: and I'm not even saying that you want anything different because it's not like y'all live in the same city I'm sure you fucking other people dating around and doing whatever you're doing but like it just seems to me that you're so pressed to tell somebody because you feel like maybe they will confront him about this cheating and he'll have to talk about it or something like like I'm trying to understand why you want to tell somebody else so bad because I would be deeply ashamed of this it's
0: it's if I had to guess, I would say you want somebody else to validate how you feel about you versus this other girl. Mm. Like, it sounds like you want somebody else to be like, oh, yeah, because she's basic and she ain't got nothing on you. And like, I don't see why you want me to say something. I was sh- Because I would say something. Yeah. Like, it sounds like you want somebody else to be team you in this weird... Scandal that once again a nigga's getting away with. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, here every again time, is time. a nigga getting scot free away with happen. some bullshit <laughs> and you playing in the shadows and like low key throwing daggers at this girl that apparently don't even know nothing about what this nigga is doing to her and you're co-signing it. It could easily be you in your next situation. I don't understand. I mean, I don't... Whatever. I feel like... um I don't really have it for you. I'm not gonna, like, sit up here and, and ch- give you pom-poms and cheerleader mm-hmm. energy when you're, you know, playing around with somebody's man, whether it's sexting or whatever the fuck it... I, I'm just... I'm not going to do that. Like, she may be basic, but there's nothing more basic than being somebody's side piece.
1: Well, that is true. Sorry, girl. That is... I mean, people do it willingly all the time, tr- and yeah. if you want to, And if you then, accept it, right. But it seems like you feel like But don't be sitting up here and be like, oh,
0: well, you're basic. Like, you're sexting somebody's man on the side. Right. So, like, so who you calling that basic? Make you? Right.
1: <laughs> Right. Yeah, baby. Sorry. That's a hard truth that maybe you needed to hear. But um, I if I were you, I would take a look at feeling bad. Like maybe I just feel bad because I'm knowingly fucking around, helping somebody cheat on their girlfriend. And I would stop for that reason and not bring anybody else into it. And then I would probably just stop being a side chick and let him just be my friend. Unless... It's like uh, Drea, who, you know, was kind of friends, but also kind of in love with this nigga. You need to be real with yourself. Is that the position you in? And you just want to be friends with this nigga. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But you called him one of your best friends. So, like, if he is that, then let him be that and let the sexual side of it go, at least while he's in a relationship, because your conscience is beating your ass about it. You feel bad. You're not, like, secure in being the side hoe. You feel guilty for what you're doing, but you justify it to yourself saying that she's boring or whatever, when clearly she's entertaining enough for him to keep as a girlfriend.
0: So even if she is boring, she could literally be tap water room temperature. (laughs) What the fuck that got to do with you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, have some hard discussions with yourself and, and just go wherever your conscience tells you to go. But I don't think there's any reason to bring somebody else in this. Like he's, like, one of your friends is his mama and can, like, whoop him for cheating on his girlfriend. <laughs> like, but I don't. There's no reason. <laughs> I wouldn't even bring friends into it because you don't want niggas to pick sides and not pick yours. Because I don't. Well, I'm
2: but saying. I'm not your friend. I'm
1: just saying. So, uh, good luck to you in figuring that out. Our last letter comes from Will, who says... I'm a 28-year-old gay person in a major city, and at this age, I'm surrounded by nothing but wedding photos, anniversary photos, engagement pictures, and baby announcements. In fact, every person that I consider family is either married or in a long-term committed relationship. And I mean everybody of every sexuality, polyamorous and all. Everybody got a boo except me. Great. Hookups aren't my thing, and despite some pretty bad relationships in the past, I am finally in a place to set up proper boundaries, and I really understand what I want, but I'm alone and have been for a few years now. I know dating is tough, and sometimes it feels kind of bearable, but other times the loneliness hurts a little too much. I think about all the shit I've been through and all the things I don't like about myself and how things might be different if I had a good partner, and it can feel like too much to handle. My therapist has validated my feelings, and we agree on two things. She thinks my sadness may be compounded by not currently feeling like the main character in my own love story, quote unquote, right now, and having people around who I love but can't relate to what I'm feeling so my community doesn't feel super useful right now. I know y'all are usually on team, me, myself, and I, but have you ever felt intense loneliness? What words or actions have you used to cope? Any advice would be appreciated. I love y'all and y'all feel like my big cousins. Thanks, Will.
0: Well, go fuck yourself. This is too, like...
1: (laughs) Too relevant to my life, Will. Damn.
2: (laughs) This is triggering.
1: I don't know. I mean...
2: I like being alone. Mm -hmm. Like, Like,
0: literally, I like alone time. Yeah. A lot. Feel you. So... I think sometimes I lean on that as well as the fact you're going to go into the grave by yourself. Um, That's one thing. Uh, Having time to yourself gives you all the more time to love yourself. Someone said to me recently something really fascinating, which was kind of like a kind of like a version of things I've heard before, but like, I think it was said, like, I want like the overflow of love that you have, like that you love yourself so much mm-hmm. that I'm just getting like the overflow of that. And I think that's the thing, you know, I and and even when I think about like, oh, you know, if I had, a nigga right now, this would be that situation or whatever. I'm like, well, there's still so much that I Mm -hmm. am working on for me. Not to say that I couldn't have a a relationship right now that would be successful, Mm -hmm. but... There's damn sure a lot more that I could do to love myself, to love on myself, to improve myself, to look at things differently. And I just believe that that is going to happen when, if and when it's supposed to, you know? Um, And in the meantime, it's my job to just figure out where I'm supposed to be and what the fuck it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And nigga's not really going to... um, save my life mm-hmm. or my journey. Yeah. You know? At best he could enhance the litness that I've already created. Or Correct. what's the word?
2: Um compliment it. Oh yes. Uh so I would say like don't
0: look at a relationship as something that's that's going to fix things definitely I agree in the like the main character syndrome that we have sometimes because I also look at people around me sometimes and I'm like oh I would like to be in love or mm-hmm. to have this and I was like you don't know what the fuck their situation is for real for real
1: yeah very real
0: you know what they show you, you know what they, you see, you know what they tell you, which is still not going to be everything. Yeah. But I'll be looking at other people's situation, especially not on social media or down at brunch and be thinking shit is sweet and me trying to, you know, feeling missing puzzle pieces for yourself. Yeah. Because when the bottomless mimosas are done and you go back to your motherfucking situation, you might have a better time Mm -hmm. solo watching Inventing Anna than your friends are when they go home and they get to arguing over, you know, their spaghetti.
1: Yeah,
2: You don't know. So in due time. Very true. And I'm also like... I'm... I think I'm, I also brace, I don't know, I shouldn't say brace myself.
0: I just prepare for the possibility that I'm, that I could be single in death.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: And then that is also fine. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that being a gay, uh, and being a gay that,
2: I don't know how I feel about having children. Um... my life's already non-traditional. So like, I don't, I don't need to
0: be, uh, strapped to the bounds of this heteronormative idea that I have to have a picket fence with a husband and, you know, three more of these (laughs) and some babies and stuff. Like I could absolutely have the life Mm -hmm. That works for me, yeah, that's meant for me, or that is destined for me, whatever, yeah. so I'm completely okay with maybe just being a uh, a forever butch queen that <laughs> die single, hopefully surrounded in luxury.
1: listen, <laughs> draped, okay, satins and silks and things. <laughs>
0: Cause I'm okay going out alone yeah. as long as it is within wealth.
3: Right,
1: Link? <laughs> Link said that's what I require. So I mean that's we're a gonna plan. stick together then.
0: <laughs> I mean that's, oh my that's God. what we're gonna do.
1: She's so lucky. Uh, Yo, I can't handle her. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Um I think for me, like, I have historically wasted my time with niggas just, yeah. just to waste time. Um, and But I was always upfront about, you know, that's what I was doing. So I don't feel, like, necessarily bad for that. But um, I think a thing that I have had to learn, especially since the pandemic started, is that, like, you can... Uh, this pains me deeply, but you can desire companionship as disgusting as that is like you can actually want a nigga to be around yeah it is and uh, i'm deep when i say deeply uncomfortable saying this out loud like because i don't do that i don't desire niggas but i have had to admit that like i am human and the pandemic i didn't think i had much of a social life until the pandemic showed me like oh yes bitch yes you do (laughs) you actually go places a lot you travel all the time. You're constantly around people. You have your friends over every week or multiple times every week. You're constantly going out to spas and movies and parties and premieres. Like, you do a lot more shit than you think you do. And so not being able to be around people in general has caused this, like, incredible loneliness for me during the pandemic. And it's been complica- complicated because at the same time, I have deeply not wanted to be around y'all's germy nasty asses. So it's been very difficult to struggle with, like, being lonely and wanting human connection and being afraid of that because COVID. So I think that's really more where my loneliness came from. And that's when I started to, like, look at people who were in committed relationships and be like, damn, like, I'm sure your all is getting on your nerves at some point. I'm sure your kids are getting on your nerves at some point, but you just do not know what it's like to be in this pandemic by yourself. Yep. So that has been um really really hard and to be very real I coped mainly with alcohol so wouldn't recommend doing that. Um and these days I do more of like exercising and journaling and talking about it in therapy and working on Getting back to a life where I was happy being single and just, you know, occasionally wasting niggas time and letting that be that like I'm working on getting back to that. So part of it is, you know, like learning to go back outside because outside is scary. COVID is still out there, but at the same time, outside is wide open and the rest of the world is moving on and I'm only hurting myself. So it's like a lot of it's a lot of different things to um To consider at this point, it's a lot of balancing and I'm still figuring it out. But I just want to say I see you. And it has been it's been hard for me to admit to myself that, like, having a nigga around might not necessarily be a 24-7 annoyance, you know, like maybe they bring value. (laughs) (laughs) Like maybe it's nice to come home and somebody is there. To ask about your day Sometimes, some or be working days, yes. on. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It, it strongly depends on having a good partner. I don't want to come home to somebody that's going to add to my stress. But coming home to somebody that really supports you and you have a real partnership and y'all really like are in love and growing together and all that shit that I have to say would be nice. But I'm gonna focus on what I can actually control right now, which is my own life. And my own movements, and if I find somebody great, and if I don't, I still have an incredible life. So, I have
0: ah uh, not all of the blessings. I have so many of the blessings. Yeah. I have just the right amount of people to reach out to if I do need someone to talk to, yeah. etc. I have a very hardworking therapist, and sometimes.
1: <laughs> same i be stretching that phd out
0: <laughs> you don't need to come home and have someone ask you how your day was sometimes you don't need to have someone ask you any motherfucking thing when True. you come home True. and that's the blessing that i have silence so green grass on both sides girlies
1: yeah um it's a hard thing to work through, but just right, getting, you're having
0: a panic attack. you need to go
1: <laughs> just getting started with like talking to yourself about your feelings, um getting them out on paper if you have a therapist reaching out to them um but also you know reaching out to friends, even if I know we're all over like zoom birthday parties or whatever, but if it's the only way to stay in touch, it's better than nothing um So, yeah, reaching out to people who actually know you as opposed to wasting time scrolling on social media would be my last recommendation. But uh, best of luck to you, Will, as you figure it out. We're going to wrap up the questions right there. If you have one for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take one more quick break and then be right back.
0: All righty. We're back and it is time now for The Read. It is. I will begin because I really don't have much to say.
1: Okay, famous last words.
0: <laughs> First of all, I saw uh, a headline from Andrew Cuomo. it says that Andrew Cuomo oh, um, is blaming cancel culture on the state of his career or oh, lack thereof. Um, I also saw a headline from, I believe, the New York Times that said the cancellation of Russia. I want to remind y'all that it's not a thing. It isn't a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a culture. Nope. It's not anything. At best, a state of mind. It isn't a, it's not a thing.
3: Right.
0: It isn't a thing. Okay. Your career is in the toilet for groping women. And harassing women yes. and generally making them uncomfortable yes, in the workplace. exactly that. Okay? <laughs> like... And cancellation of Russia, I don't even know what that means. So I want for y'all to just stop taking things that Black people say on Twitter a whole bunch and then turning them into all of these talking points and trying to throw them back into the face of whatever white adversity looks like. It's annoying and strange. And I can't tell you how much it fucking frustrates (laughs) me. Like, they do the same thing with woke. Like, girl, like, like, girl, woke? Do you think that niggas don't understand oh, like God. the grammatical errors in that? T- like we, we it's a joke. shit? it's like
2: shit. <laughs> It's, at, leave us, a, leave us, a, mind your business. We don't even be talking to you. <sighs> and here niggas go agreeing with him because <laughs> the shit he said in terms of the vaccine
0: or whatever. Le- le- I hate it. I hate y'all. Yes. I hate everybody. Thanks. I hate all y'all. And then lastly, I just wanted to say, girls, the food hacks are getting egregious. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you motherfuckers on TikTok and and Instagram Reels and shit like that. But you don't have to take Lil' Debbie's and Pringles and everything else that you can get with EBT and make a cake. I'm tired. I'm tired. Uh. I saw somebody making Pringles pe- mashed potatoes today, and I want them
2: in prison. I don't understand why you like the. the, the... You can't be using your mama's family plan for this. This is like we we're gonna have to find something else to do with
0: our data because you can't just be jumping onto the motherfucking internet and making fucking bangles out of Haribo gummy bears and, and motherfucking trying to teach people how to make um, flaming hot steak tartare or whatever the fuck you bitches be doing. I'm tired. It's weird. It's gross. I hate it. And what's more is, most of the time, it be some flyover state-ass white people making this hood rat shit, and then you be racist on top of it. I want all of y'all in jail. Mm. And that's how the fuck I feel about it on today. Good evening, I'm done. I told you I was finished.
1: Not, it didn't take me no time at all. Okay. Well, I just have a few quick things and then I'll be right on out of here as well. Um, First of all, Kim Kardashian, nobody wants to hear from a bitch who got famous off a of sex tape about how the rest of us need to get our fucking asses up and work in order to be successful in business. When but, did she ever have
0: the nerve to say
1: that? Uh, Literally Wednesday, March 9th. Variety posted a clip from an interview with the Kardashians and this is the one that went viral, of course. Because Kim was saying that she has the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. So like set up a good work environment. And then her sister chiming in like, it's so true. None of you bitches know what it is like to really work hard. I'm sure you work Hollywood hard, but you don't work 16 hours at a glass factory hard. You don't work quick trip attendant hard. You don't work Wendy's Burger Flipper hard. You don't work. Retail hard. hard. Like people have real jobs. You're not construction worker working hard. You're not daycare center teacher working hard. You're not teacher working hard. Like, yeah, we would all love to work hard like you do when working hard means like thirty six million dollars for every project I do. Bitch, I get that you work. I do. I get that not everybody with a sex tape parlayed it into a whole empire like you have. But the only reason you were even able to do that is because of your privilege and your proximity to fame in the first goddamn place. It's a billion girls out here with sex tapes. You're not I blame special. You I mean, variety. <laughs> you can play variety because they're the reason that this video came up. But as soon as I saw it, I was like. We don't want to hear this get your fucking ass up and work from people who get up at 5 a.m. not to get their fucking hair done and to get contoured but to take the goddamn public bus <laughs> to their job where they start their first I of mean, three jobs of the day. Why do you preach? And then come home and try to help their kids with homework <laughs> and get some goddamn dinner on the table and figure I out how to keep their preach. home and keep their children fed and clothed, you stupid bitch. Yeah, you I work would love hard. It if you, would you work Cali hard. You work rich bitch hard. <laughs> you don't even work to have all the kids. Like, girl, <laughs> like, bitch, are you kidding? A bitch who can I pay, didn't... a bitch who can afford to pay another woman to carry three of her five children or however <laughs> many you got. times. Girl. And have five. Um, and it's nothing um, wrong marries. with a surrogate, but understand where you're fucking coming from. Kimberly, if everybody got paid what you got paid, To do one thing in one day or even multiple things in one day. Niggas would not be having an issue with working. You're fucking wealthy. Shut the fuck up. Literally don't talk to us. I don't know why rich people talk to us about 24 hours in a day and get your ass up and work and everybody's fucking lazy. If you were getting paid what regular everyday people are getting paid to work as hard as they work, you would maybe know something. But you don't and you never have and you never fucking will. So just understand that you've never been a broke regular bitch. I'm. I, <laughs> Secondly, to the young woman. I mean, oh.
2: Before you move on. Okay. Okay.
1: I yes. Just, what is it? One them. What is it? The girls be
0: surrounded by motherfuckers who are who have like a mock up for a lip gloss case. Ooh. And, and they want to talk to... want to talk to the streets about business, Sappy. Yeah, yeah. The world ain't your circle of, of blood-sucking friends. And I need for every... for all of the girls to understand that in Hollywood. Right. Like, you don't be talking to just your bitches that don't really want to have a job or do anything just the same way that they watched you come up not really having a job or doing any motherfucking thing. Yes, you answer the fucking phone and you go to the events and you sit in the rooms and you tell the bitches who's fired. And sickening. Yeah. Great. But, like, the girls aren't your... The, it, it's not your peripheral vision like that exactly. that's not what's going on in the real world okay larsa pippen is not the the a measure of what the fuck is really going on out here yeah. or or the the atl twins so <laughs> keep that in mind when you be giving advice you don't really know what the fuck going on the same way yeah. that they don't know what the fuck is going exactly. on exactly the end thank you very much
1: exactly Correct. <laughs> talking about y'all need to get it seems like nobody wants to work i'm sure the people sewing all that skim shit together for pennies every goddamn day would beg to differ you would be nothing without low-wage earners that you call lazy girl fuck out of here moving on moving the fuck on to the bank teller who decided to call the police on ryan coogler
2: Oh, bitch. I just heard about this.
1: So I get that he showed up in a mask and shades and in Atlanta y'all were worried because nobody wears masks. But (laughs) to call the police when this man wrote, I would like to withdraw $12,000 cash from my checking account is is ridiculous. Now, I understand over a certain amount. The withdrawal is going to be flagged. You have to get a manager, verify ID, which you have to do for every transaction anyway. like $1,200? $12,000. Oh, I'm sorry. Not $1,200. $12,000. I, okay. I get that a manager is going to be called over if y'all taking out $12,000 in cash. I get that somebody as rich as Ryan Coogler probably could have called private banking and set up to have that twelve dollars waiting on him so he could just drop by and get it or whatever. He didn't do that. But what I want you to understand, Miss Lady, who I understand is a pregnant black woman, so I'm being careful right now and I'm not going to drag you like I would if you was a white bitch, so just know that, is that people who rob banks don't say I would like to withdraw money from my checking account. That's not what they say. (laughs) If they say, please do the count somewhere else, I'd like to be discreet without the withdraw from my account, then yes, they might be robbing you. If it's bitch, Empty the fucking till, no sudden movements, go somewhere discreet. Then, yes, nobody who robs a bank is going to provide their account number or their ID or say they want to withdraw it from their account. So when you got, I I am too, because this is Bank of America. This is not some local small town bank or something that has no, but it doesn't make sense because I'm sure (laughs) all the major banks have a policy in place for this and why a manager just wasn't called over and y'all say this is a large amount. Can we take you in the back? Can we have you pull down your mask? Can we double check your ID? Why these things weren't done instead of calling the goddamn police is what I don't understand. Why did you call the police? I get that it's a note and you feel weird about a note, But bank robbers don't withdraw from their account. They withdraw from y'all account. That's the point. They're stealing. This man is not asking to steal from you. He's asking to get his money. So why did it have to happen, sister? Ryan said... Ryan said that he and uh, Bank of America have squashed it, which I hope means that, you know, maybe they gave him a few years of free of that VIP service because everybody was like, oh, well, you're rich. You can just call the private banking. Y'all know private banking is not free, right? (laughs) It's not like, oh, two direct deposits a month and the account is free like everybody else's is. You have to pay money for that private banking and it's not cheap. So why would you if you don't have to? Maybe they were like, you know what, free private banking for the rest of your life as long as you don't sue us behind this stupid shit. Because certainly protocol wasn't followed. $12,000 is a lot of money, but it's not a crazy amount of money. It's not $1.2 cash. <laughs> and even then, you would handle it within the bank. If a, an account holder comes in and wants to take money out, there is no reason to call the police. Girl, crazy. And finally... To the young woman who apparently lied on Chris Brown, you the worst type of bitch. So I don't even know. If you, <laughs> I don't even know if you heard about this, but. Of course I heard about this okay. dumb
0: shit. I chose not to bring it up.
1: Well, and I mean, thank you for that. But <laughs> apparently um, the woman who accused Chris Brown of sexually assaulting her and suing him for 20 million dollars. um has been exposed by Christopher himself because he released uh, several text <coughs> messages and voice memos. Voice, oh yeah, shit like that where she was talking about My this ass. nigga had the best dick ever and you know and then once he stopped responding to her, once she got ghosted like I'm sure these girls do every 3 to 6 weeks, mm-hmm. she started getting pressed, talking about you know now you're going to play me and now you got it and all this So ordinarily, I would be like, girl, take what men say with a grain of goddamn salt. But this woman's lawyer said, yeah, she did send that shit. And I am stepping down as her lawyer because she didn't tell me she did that stupid shit. So so now I'm even more inclined to believe that Chris's (laughs) proof is real. And although most people who report sexual assault are not lying, I get so angry at the people who are lying. Because it's already a situation where niggas don't want to believe the victim. And usually, it's that, when it's no, the burden when it's of that, right, especially when it's somebody's famous. And it's like the burden of being perfect or whatever shouldn't fall on you. But don't lie about this. Lie about something else. Say white people broke into your house and stole, you know, your 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 PS5 or something and your Yorkie poo. Like, do that. Don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. don't lie on Black men accusing them of sexual assault knowing that you were just mad because the nigga decided not to give you no dick no more. And don't have me sticking up for somebody who called Kyrie Irving a hero for not getting vaccinated. Now I'm doubly pissed. Yes, you don't remember that? Last year when Kyrie was really getting into shit because he could not play home games in New York because you have to be vaccinated To be in arenas in New York, or you did. Oh yeah, no, the girls went to jail behind that. Yeah, you don't have to do that shit no more, Lord. Which means I probably won't be going outside no more. But yeah, Chris Brown was like, "Wow, Kyrie's such a hero for standing up for what he believes in this COVID propaganda and whatever else." So for your lying ass to have me sticking up for Chris, goddamn Brown, like I said, you the worst type of bitch, the worst type of bitch. That's what I'm wondering. Like, I'm trying to think of a famous woman who lied on niggas in order to... I you
0: go from Michael Jackson to that.
1: And and maybe you thought that he deleted hoes' messages or whatever so quick that he wouldn't have no proof to back this up and you was going to settle out of court and get something out of it. But like, girl, this is the worst. I can't respect a hoe who want to lie on niggas and, and put them in a position to have to deal with the criminal justice system behind they shit. Lying on niggas is one thing. Getting the police involved and alleging sexual assault is a whole nother, especially when you know good and goddamn well it was consensual. That's what's fucked I'm up, an idiot. Right, and you ought to be ashamed.
0: Disgusting. Yeah,
1: it was. It was really fucking gross. And like, then, like you already fucked him. just, like, go just enjoy, enjoy him the in. memories of the dick. Did you really think you was gonna be like the next baby mama? Just like, enjoy the like, dick and move on.
0: I don't understand how y'all be like, you be fucking these famous snickers or whatever. Sometimes you even get a bag, a bangle, a, a toe ring, and you still be, Girl, move it on. don't make sense.
1: Exactly. Move on. You move on. You are one of several bitches that will get rotated through this man's life this year. Enjoy your Wear experience. That toe
0: ring to your 75th Christmas yes. and tell your grandbabies about it. For the fifteenth time, it, why do
1: you? I mean, I don't. Yes, enjoy his sweaty wife beater that you took from his house, folded up, and put it in your bag before you left. And now you is sitting there in your closet, or you done preserved it somehow. Enjoy that. Take your souvenir and go home. It's like six. That you know was not
2: fucking Chris Brown.
1: Like, <laughs> and you said it was the best dick you ever had. Sit back and think on that. But your time is right. up. It's I don't understand. Raggedy. Girls, let me tell you something.
2: Raggedy. Because I bet you it's not the best dick on earth. So I just, I don't, under, I don't be understanding. It,
1: no. It, 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 like, it wrecks me. I promise. Yeah. Move on. Lying on black people to the police is inexcusable to me. Inexcusable. <laughs> it's inexcusable. Filing charges you know are false against black people some of the stanky shit you can do.
2: And at the same time, not to victim blame, but you niggas be, be
0: absolutely revolving around these goddamn drooling chicken hawks. Every goddamn. And then you get caught up in the same bullshit over and over and over and over and over over again, especially with non-black ones. And then you're like, help. I'm tired.
1: Mm -hmm. what do y'all be doing besides drugs not a goddamn thing drugs is (laughs) drugs is the beginning middle and end of that story so yeah a mess but this lying bullshit cut it out girl and uh, like it's not gonna stop me from believing victims but that's because i choose to believe victims who are usually women until proven otherwise and you just decided to be proven otherwise
0: there's your the, my otherwise. Yeah, proof.
1: and there it is. There's nothing wrong with Boop. saying this bitch is a liar, the rest of y'all probably not, but this one is. And fuck you for lying on this nigga for this girl. Chris Brown done did a lot of shit. It's no need to make shit up. You act like Chris Brown was some angel. First of all, okay, you know what? No, I'm not even gonna get back into that. Fuck
0: you for that. You couldn't just go and get dick. You couldn't just go like That's what
1: from I'm saying. Like, as many people I, I just, know who would like to fuck Chris Brown and go home,
2: and then go home like right. the girls, yeah. Exactly.
0: And y'all, ugh, I mean, I don't know how, if you can't necessarily choose who's gonna just lose their fucking mind and do some stupid yeah. shit like this. Yeah, but I promise you, sometimes is it that the girls are out here that will absolutely take dick and never speak to you again. Oh yeah, they will. Choose wisely. Cause some people really ain't out here pressed. Whew. Okay, and on. I that- wish I would leave <laughs> anybody a voicemail like that. Oh yeah. When I tell you that there isn't a living dick.
1: No. Mm-mm. Voice no either. child. you crazy girl. I might have said something nasty, but that's it. That's as bad as it's gonna get for me. Yeah. I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, niggas like trading voice notes. But that's as bad as it's going to get for me, girl. You ain't never going to catch me doing some shit. And then trying to press charges like I didn't send them these very easily documentable text messages and shit. Girl, you out your fucking mind. It's like... <laughs> like,
0: to say, oh, like, you wanted it again is one thing. But to be like, boop, so... You know, I was just you wondering right.
1: when we could see each other again. Boop. Um, what the fuck is going alone. on? Like leave it alone. Leave it alone. You text him one time being I like, just don't
0: understand why you can't pick up the phone and call me back girl.
1: because You said you're gonna get this nigga's attention. Come hell or high water, huh? You chose hell. Okay. Well. Um, no sympathy God, for right, no sympathy for whatever happens to you. At None. this point, because I don't believe in lying on people. I don't. Sorry. Especially not about Especially something when it comes to that, that serious, right? Especially like not something that literally serious. Literally not
0: saying things yeah. living. It. Anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah. Done.
1: No, right. So uh fuck her. And that's gonna wrap up this week's episode of Big the show. Time. Yep. Check us out at thisistheread.com. We're on social media at this is the read. And you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the read. Uh, any announcements from you before we head out this week, friend?
0: Uh, no, but yeah, join the Patreon and um, I'm probably going to start putting my game gaming recommendations on the Discord.
1: Okay, fun. I'm actually um, recruiting people right now to come talk to me about different topics. So if you're interested... Um, comment in the thread on the Discord. It's open to everybody, volume one, two, and three. So comment and let me know if you would be interested. It'll be different topics. But you know, we'll have a good time if y'all are interested. Um, but yeah, let me know. And I guess that's it from us this week. Where's Link? Does Link wanna say bye?
0: She's curled up in her um attitude ball at the uh, <laughs> I've been
1: I was about to say you're in trouble. <laughs> Two hours, you're in Actually trouble Actually, a
0: lot less than we typically do, and she's pissed because she wants to go outside again. Oh, and so she's well. doing the thing where she rolls into a ball, but she also <laughs> looks at me in the side of her eyes to say how much longer is this going to take. And I'd like to remind her that I'm the one that pays the rent in this yes, <laughs> like, hey, motherfucker. And she won't forget it. Not tonight or any other goddamn night. Uh-huh. That
1: matter. And you still going to hang up that damn phone and take her outside. We're going outside. You know. <laughs> we will see y'all next week. <laughs>